Welcome to Redemption Unveiled. Do you ever feel like something is missing from your faith? Disappointed in life? Hi, I'm Haley, and I want to help you get a clear plan so that you can show up for the adventure God made for you. Because I don't believe anyone should end up disappointed with the only life they get. But it's not just that. I know that the earth is waiting for you to show up. Redemption Unveiled. Let's do this. Welcome back to the podcast. Today, we are continuing on our series of what does adventure look like? Now, I understand it is my job, duty, responsibility, and absolute privilege to get to share this with you because I know that this is so important for you to understand what it's going to look like to walk with God, what it's going to look like to live the adventure that he has put inside of you. I am convinced that we need Christians to rise up and understand what it takes to live this life with God. And some of these things are honestly unexpected. That is what I found. And as God has revealed all of this to me, I've recognized how just ill-equipped we are as Christians to what we need to be expecting in our life as we walk with God and what we need to be expecting to encounter and what we need to be expecting to experience the struggles along the way. And I want to help equip you. I want to help equip you so that you understand what it takes to live an adventure with God. And this, today's episode, is actually really encouraging. Some of the things aren't as encouraging, but today's episode is encouraging. Now, I am going to, through this series, use the example that we talked about last week, about what I've stumbled upon when I was researching adventure and stories of adventure. And I referenced last week that there's a man named Joseph Campbell, and he's a literary professor and author that teaches the parts, like if I was going to write an adventure story, he teaches the six parts you need, okay? And we're going to pull from that through this series as I connect to you what you were created for and what you need in order to live. If if you want to look back on your life when you're 90 years old and you look back and you say, wow, what an adventure, right? I want to tell you, I want to prepare you, I want to equip you so that you know exactly what parts of your life you need to be focused on. What, how, what, What ingredients does it take to live an adventurous life? Now, if you're like me, I used to think adventure was just excitement. Like if you did something exciting, that was adventurous. And that is, that can be part of it and that is part of it. But there's so many more things that it takes in order to truly have a great adventure story. So we're going to actually look at part one today. Like I said, this comes from Joseph Campbell's kind of teaching of what an adventure story takes. And trust me, I'm going to bring all of this together for us Christians that are just looking to take the adventure God has for us, okay? Now, the first step that he teaches that an adventure, a great adventure story takes is that you need a hero, Okay, now that can feel a little bit heavy to some of us because 
you know, there's a lot of people we look around and we're like, wow, they're amazing. They're amazing. Look at what they did. You know, they're solving world hungry hunger. Oh, look at them. They're president. Oh, look at them. They, you know, invented something that changed the world, right? It's easy to look around and say, well, they're awesome. Maybe for you, you look at your life and you have a friend. It's like, wow, they're awesome. Like they're a hero or someone that, you know, you work with or a relative of yours. Maybe it's easy for you to see that your your sister or your brother, wow, they're a hero. But perhaps you struggle seeing yourself as a hero. Now, let me tell you, I have great news for you. If you feel like you aren't hero status, if you feel like you're not this amazing person who's just doing amazing things in their life and, you know, changing the world one day at a time, I have good news for you. Now, a true adventure story, while you do need a hero, a hero doesn't start out as a hero. What you really need for a great adventure is an ordinary person. You need an ordinary person. You don't need a rock star superhero who comes in. You need someone who 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 has to to struggle to accomplish their mission. You need someone who you you relate to and you're like, "Oh my gosh, is this going to get done?" right? What a horrible story if I just said, "Wow, this person came and wanted to save the world and they did." Right? They didn't struggle. They just they just did it. That's a horrible story. A great adventure starts off with an ordinary person, and they actually become the hero along the way in their specific mission and their specific quest, right? Now, this is where I tell you that this is good for you and this is good for me. Because if you're like me, I certainly understand that I am no hero and I am, you know, while I have some strengths here and there, I don't identify myself as, oh, this extraordinary person, right? It's easy to look around and say, well, they're this, they're that. But while I know I've, I've learned to understand who God created me to be and I'm like, I'm great with who I am and I can celebrate that. But it's not like I view myself as just rocking every single thing every single day, right? It's hard. Life is hard. And so when I discovered this connection of truly feeling like this is what I'm called to do is to help you understand how to take the adventure God has for you. And I came across this. I was just blown away with how many things I've had to learn in my own life and how much it connects, right? So this piece, number one and number six of this series, is basically the point of transformation, you need, you need to start with an ordinary person who ultimately transforms into the person they were created to be. And you know Redemption Unveiled is here for that because at the end of the day, our greatest adventure is the becoming. There's no shame in who you are today, but there is an invitation to continue to become more free, to continue to become more strong, to be continued. I, I'm struggling here on these words. To continue to become the person God created you to be. Now, in my teaching and my encouragement, that is all I'm asking of you. When I say that, this, that you are called to become a hero, the only thing I am saying to that is, All I'm asking and hoping for you is that you become the person God created you to be, completely free, completely healed, 
and simply able to do what he's asked you to do and live life with him with your head held high, knowing that he created a beautiful thing when he created you. He created an amazing thing when he created you. So when we look at a great adventure story, it always starts off with an ordinary person. And when you look at your life, I need you to start becoming okay with the fact that you are who you are. We can't be walking with this shame of your weaknesses, your failures, the fact that you aren't like that person that you think has everything together, you think that they have great qualities. You're not them. And this is step one of the adventure. And it is you getting comfortable with the fact that you are you and you are perhaps very ordinary. Now, to bring this back to some of the stories that we read in the Bible, I'm not going to go deep on anyone. I just want to throw out some names and remind you, like David was a shepherd for a long time, and then he showed up on a battlefield filled with a giant, and he took that giant out, and he becomes king in his life. God took this ordinary person and pulled him out and said, you are going to be king, and he was king. And he continued to struggle, and absolutely, but Uh, If you know the Bible well at all, you've heard, or even if you don't, you've heard the story of David and Goliath. It's an ordinary person that was called forth to an amazing adventure. And then also Moses. You know, Moses was born in a time when they, I don't know why they did this so much in the Bible and probably just in history where they would go through and just murder all the boys, the little boys, and that's what they were doing. And his mother put him in the water, if you've ever heard that story, and he was found by the palace. And he was raised in the palace of the pharaoh. And he was raised as an Egyptian in a, like he started off as an ordinary little baby that was supposed to be murdered. And God took this ordinary situation and turn it into this amazing adventure. Well, then he goes on to actually murder an Egyptian. He's a murderer. And so we're not even just talking about ordinary people. We're talking about struggling people. People who have not chose right. Who have done the big failures. And he goes away. And eventually, he comes back and saves all of God's people. He's the one who walks them into the promised land. He's the one who goes in and faces the Pharaoh. Right? 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 He's that person. He really was just ordinary little baby who wasn't put in a family of great fortune. He wasn't put in the palace when he was born. That was just part of his journey along the way. And it even talks about how Moses had trouble speaking. And yet God used him to go to Pharaoh and use his words to get the people free. Like, think about some of your weaknesses. And what if God was telling you, hey, I want you, like if you struggled speaking, if you had a stutter, if you truly hated, you know, the the moment of like public speaking or whatever, which a lot of people do. Think about that if God said, okay, now I want you to go do this. Like the most important speech that's ever been given. I want you to free my people. Like imagine that. And you're like, no, no, thank you. Right? 
is that God will take people who aren't equipped and send them on this adventure that challenge them in in the ways that you say, I don't want to be challenged. And we're going to talk more about that in the future, but I, I do have to tell you, my friends, if you are listening to this, I'm here to help you take the adventure God has for you, which means I have to prepare you that it's okay to be to be weak, to be ordinary, to struggle, to even fail. All of that's okay. It's not okay, though, to not take action to what God has asked you to do. Okay? Let's look at another example. Esther. Esther was another case of she was an orphaned girl who ended up getting chosen to be the queen after a lot of, but she was just an ordinary girl. And she's plucked out from her ordinary situation and she's thrust into this experience that I am quite certain was very difficult for her. I mean, you read the story, it's like, wow, what a nightmare, right? There's a lot of difficulty here. And she thought, oh my gosh, I could lose my life in this if I speak to the king the wrong way. I mean, he got rid of his last wife for that, right? Who didn't, who made him mad. And so you have Esther, just this ordinary girl who saves her people. Even Jesus, not that Jesus was ordinary, but God put him in this ordinary life. He didn't pick the highest of a high place, a a, a respectable, rich family. No, he picked Mary and Joseph. He picked the carpenter. He picked this young girl who God looked down upon and found favor. But he was raised in this ordinary circumstance. Not impressive. Like they even talk in the Bible when as Jesus got older and he spoke and people are like, who are you? Aren't you the carpenter's son? You're just an ordinary person. The last couple I want to mention is Peter. Like Peter was a fisherman. And if if you know the scriptures much, you know that Peter was kind of hot-headed. He said what he thought. And Jesus loved Peter. Peter. I mean, Peter was honestly Jesus's number one as far as he walked with Peter so deeply. And like, I just think, I think Jesus loved Peter. I I love that. I love that relationship. But Peter was, he was just fishing when Jesus came into his life. He was not this amazing teacher. He wasn't a priest. He was just doing his job when Jesus came and invited him on an adventure. And lastly, I want to throw out Paul, because Paul wasn't even just an ordinary person. Many people could say Paul was actually an evil person. Paul was attacking and persecuting Christians when when God stopped him in his tracks and said, that's enough. Now I want you to follow me. And Saul, his name was Saul, and then it turned to Paul. And Paul became one of Christianity's early leaders who completely shaped the church from that point on. And so you have all of these people that are just very ordinary with flaws, with failures, with uh, in some ways just things blowing up in their face like, oh my gosh, like this is really big. Like these are bad situations here. But that's who God chose. And they weren't always perfect. But you, in many of their lives, not all, but in many of your their lives, you see how how the adventure, the the thing that God asked them to do ended up shaping them and helping them become the people they were created to be, helping them be, helping them do the things that God created them to do. 
chapter by chapter gaining that strength and healing and understanding and at least choosing obedience in many of these cases like okay I'm gonna do this God has prepared me to do this God is asking me to do this in some cases we see them saying I can't do this have you ever been in a situation where you're you feel like God is asking you to do something but you're like I can't I can't do this I cannot do this thank you for thank you God but you you've called the wrong number this is me Okay, and I can't do this. So this first part of me helping you understand what living an adventure looks like with God is just me reminding you, like, if you're an ordinary person, you don't need to stress that you are not qualified. If you are an ordinary person, you don't need to worry that you're not extraordinary enough. Because we see time and time again, not just in the Bible, I've seen it in my, in my life. We've seen time and time again that if you walk with God, if you stick in there with him, if you don't stop saying yes to him, if you keep pushing through the challenges, if you keep letting him help you become the person he created you to be, you will become extraordinary. That process of ordinary to extraordinary is a process we're all supposed to take. None of us alike, none of us the same, but yet all of us going somewhere amazing because God created you to be amazing and he He creates amazing, extraordinary things. And part of the process of this life that you and I are on is the transformation process of you becoming the person God created to be. And he knows exactly what you need to do that. He knows that you need to take the adventure he has for you that you're not equipped for. That's the thing. You're not ready for it. You don't have what it takes to do it. So that's where it gets really cool because in order for you to say yes to the adventure God has for you, you will have to determine if you are willing to say yes to do things that scare you, to do things you're not ready for, to do things that are hard for you, to do things that you don't want to do. And that's when it really gets exciting because that's when you get to decide who is your God. Is your God the God of staying small? Is your God fear? Is your God just living with your anxiety and not challenging yourself so that you don't struggle with your anxiety as much, right? So you stay ordinary, you stay hidden? Or is your God this God that you say is your creator, that you say is your healer, that you say is your redeemer? And when he asks you to do something, you say, I will do it. I am scared. I don't know how this is going to turn out, but I trust you. I will obey you because I trust you. I love you. And I trust that you are healing me along the way. And no matter what happens, you'll work it all out for my good. You will heal me. You will forgive my mistakes. You will just give me so much grace. And I will say yes, even though this scares me so much because I trust you and I love you. And that is the process that you need to be living. That is the process right there that will help you become not just stay ordinary and stay stuck, but to get extraordinary and become the hero that God created you to be. The amazing, exciting adventure that you were born for, that God wants to take you on. This isn't, this isn't something that's like pressure. It's like this an invitation of, will you do this with me? It's going to be so scary. It's going to be so scary, but will you do this with me? I want to do this with you. And I know that if you say yes to me, I can help you become an amazing, extraordinary person. 
but we have to go through this process. This is the process. We have to go through it, but it's your job or it's your choice if you want to or not, or if you will. It's your, it's your opportunity to say yes, but I will never force you. God will never force you to do this. It has to be your choice and it has to be your, your decision of if you're willing to take this adventure or not. Okay, so step one, that what you need for an adventure, a great adventure, is an ordinary person. I'm here. I've got that one covered. You may as well feel like you have that one covered, and I'm excited to go into week two with you. Okay, I hope you have a great week. I'll see you back here next Wednesday. Bye. Thank you for joining me. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, would you mind leaving a review? That would be amazing. And also, if you'd like to connect on social media, I'm Redemption Unveiled everywhere or Haley Marie Carter on Instagram. I would love to connect with you. I will see you back here next Wednesday for a new podcast episode. And remember that the earth is waiting for you to show up. Have a great day.